This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Well, this is Betting Weekly Extra Time, Serie A edition. You're with Dan Robic and freelance Italian football journalist Daniele Fisichella. This is an Anglo-Italian production. I'm English. Daniele is, of course, Italian. So commiserations, Daniele, on Italy's loss to England. But very well done for beating Malta. Oh, yeah, thank in, you. In thank the qualifiers. You. Oh, and yes. you've, disco- uh, you've discovered a new striker who isn't exactly Italian, haven't you? No, it's not exactly. I don't think he, 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 he probably his, his vocabulary stretches to buongiorno. But, he's a, but, he, but he, he knows how to, uh, probably knows how to say, give me the ball and I'll score. Two goals, two games, two goals for the uh, striker 24 all the plays for Tigre on loan from Boga Juniors, so Mancini a few years ago, only people who were born in Italy should wear the Italian shirt change his mind because there aren't too many Italian strikers in form at the moment, although Zaccagni and Immobile might have uh, different thoughts, but Reteghi uh, delivered Italy little bit underwhelming. Look, congratulations to England for qualifying for the Euros. You're already true because you've beaten, of course, the two <laughs> top teams in the group, Italy and Ukraine. For Italy, it's going to be a long road. I think we're going to get there, but we cannot take anything for granted. So obviously, those three points against Malta are a blessing. Match day 28, Serie A. We're back in league action. Daniele's got four picks for us, including Napoli-Milan on Sunday. First of three games between the pair, of course, with the Champions League fixtures also on the horizon. We'll touch on that when we get to it. It's the big game on Sunday. So uh, stay listening for that one. We're going to start with uh, a game on Saturday. This is 6pm local, 12pm Eastern. It's Inter-Fiorentina, Inter minus 143 favourites. Fiorentina plus 400, draw plus 310 here. Um, 13 players I counted away on international duty for Inter. I don't know if that makes any sort of difference at all, but they've only won one of their last five. I mean, is their top four place in jeopardy, do you think, Daniele? How are they going to approach this game against Laviola? April is going to be the sliding door month for Inter because they play nine games, including the two Coppa Italia semifinals and the Champions League quarterfinals against Benfica. Coppa Italia semifinals, by the way, against Juventus. And of course, they are competing for the top four. Things can go well, modestly well or incredibly wrong for Inter. And I think everything is going to be decided in the next uh, 30 days for a side that's going to face this game and the next one coming up with a few key absentees, the like of Skriniar, 
Cialanoglu who picked up an injury in the defeat against uh, Croatia for Turkey Di Marco uh, still out so yes things are in jeopardy for an Inter side that lost against Juventus between millions of polemics because of the handball first of, G of Rabiot and then Vlaovic but Juve were worthy winner despite the VAR controversy lost three of the last four in Serie A Inter only three goals scored in the last four goals the good news is that Luke Kaku at least has got his confidence back. Three goals against Sweden, one goal in the friendly against Germany. So if the Belgian is fit and with plenty of confidence, things could look up for Inter. But this is an important game in a very important run of fixtures and it's not going to be easy against Fiorentino or really informed. No, that is very true. Lukaku, as you mentioned, four goals in, in, in the international break. Maybe he's fully fit again. He's plus 325 to get the first goal, incidentally, in this game. Plus 110 to score at any time. But we are posting the bet here very much from a Fiorentina point of view because you just touched on it. They're in great form. They've won their last seven in all competitions. I was looking back through the years to see when they won eight on the spin. I couldn't go back that far. I got back to the late 90s when they won seven on the spin in Serie A. I mean, they're in brilliant form at the moment. We've talked about them a lot this season. We thought that they were a bit unlucky earlier on this campaign. All their metrics were good. Yes. And we believe that the bet here is to side with Fiorentina, Daniele. It's an Asian handicap plus 0.75 for Fiorentina, which pays minus 105, so almost doubles your stake. If you are not familiar with the Asian lines, that means if Fiorentina draws, you win. If Fiorentina wins, you win, of course. If Fiorentina lose by one goal margin, you only lose half your stake. Now, I know Inter have been really good at home this season and last season. By the way, last season, this fixture finished 1-1 and Inter were a little bit in crisis and then those two points were really costly at the end of the season when they finished second. But Fiorentina come here with a lot of confidence because they finally found the system that works. I think they got the right players in midfield, especially with the help of uh, Mandragora and up front now with the jo with Jovic, with Cabral and of course with the help of Jonathan Icone, things are start to look much better. It was only a 1-0 win uh, before the break against uh, Lecce, but they've been playing Thursday, Sunday now for four weeks in a row, so they could be excused. Of course, uh, Fiorentina playing midweek as well as Inter, as Inter plays of course Juventus in the semi-final of the Coppa Italia. Fiorentina plays Cremonese. So, again, this is a real important moment of the season for a team that has been improving. Four, four of the last five games between these two teams have been both to score. Back in November was a crazy game. 4-3 win for Inter with Mkhitaryan scoring with the last kick of the game. But I think Fiorentina now are less reckless than then. I remember they managed to pull it back to 3-3. Then in the 95th minute, they had six players uh, beyond the halfway line and Inter scored on the counter-attack. Absolutely crazy to concede that way. I think they're going to give Inter more than one trouble here, I think. Uh, look, a winter win could be on the cards. We said Lukaku is in form. Uh, Lautaro has been, has been good. Some other players have been um, hit and miss, especially the likes of uh, Brozovic, without mention of Dumfries, who basically Kostic had him on toast in the last game. I think Fiorentina are going to be on the front foot and I think uh, they might inflict a bit of misery on Simone Inzaghi. Some people say he's already on his way out. Fiorentina, Asian Handicap, plus 0.75. Minus 105 for the game on Saturday. 
Uh, and just one final point on this game before we moved on. You mentioned those Coppa Italia semi-final first legs that are coming up. Fiorentina away at Cremonese, of course, in midweek and into taking on Juve. For these two clubs, both still in Europe, of course, entering the Champions League. We know that Fiorentina have got a great chance in the Conference League. They take on Lech Poznan in the quarterfinal. They're both used to playing midweek, weekend, midweek, weekend. But you would suggest that Fiorentina have certainly got the easier semi-final how much emphasis will be the teams putting on that Coppa uh, games, do you think? Will we see changes more for Inter than Fiorentina? How do you see those Coppa <sighs> games going? Statistically, Inter is one of the teams that has done less turnover in Serie A. And I think uh, this is an issue, especially with players like Aslani and Bellanova, those young players, they haven't played much. Whereas Fiorentina and Italiano are used to changes. Sometimes he changes even too much. Sometimes he makes even eight, nine changes from a game to another. I think if Fiorentina makes too many changes for this game, they might disrupt the system a little bit. So I would expect to keep it uh, to a minimum. But, you know, Inter won the Coppa Italia last season. Fiorentina hasn't won anything in ages. So obviously, um, it's really, really important for them to go to Cremonese, to Cremona, to a team that is going to be relegated for sure. Uh, but uh, do not throw it away because it's, it's a great opportunity for Fiorentina to get back into a cup final. No doubt about that. It's going to be interesting, those games midweek, and this one's going to be a really interesting game. I'm with Daniele here. I think Fiorentina on the Asian handicap is one of the best bets of the weekend. Let's move on to the Saturday evening game. It's Juventus against uh, Verona, 8.45 local, 2.45 Eastern. Juve, the favourites at minus 2.20. Verona, plus 7.50. Big price outsiders. The draw, plus 3.25. Huge win for Juve ahead of the international break. You touched on it against the Inter. They've now won their last four in all competitions. They got 15 points from their last six games in Serie A, the same as Napoli. <clears throat> they are playing with a bit of freedom, maybe. They're only seven points off the top yes. four. I mean, if they made the top four with that deduction, what a story that would be for Juventus, Daniel. And he would not tell uh, very good things about Serie A. If a team has been deducted <laughs> 15 points, make it to the top four. I mean, if you'd argue, uh, no matter how many teams we qualify for the quarterfinal Champions League, I don't think it will be a great advertisement for Serie A. Juventus, the same as Inter, they got nine games in April because obviously uh, they do play in, against Sporting Lisbon in the Europa League. Let's make it 10 because they got a quite important game in the courts because obviously on the 19th of April, there's going to be the appeal and we'll hear whether about those 15 points are going to be deducted, reduced, increased. We don't know, but the, the, the judiciary troubles are not ended for Juventus. They're going to be more. This is another trial starting. So... You know, you look at the standings and there is a big, big question mark where Juventus are going to be in the standings. But are they going to be in the Serie A standings at all? Let's leave it for now. Six out of seven wins in Serie A for Juve. The only defeat was 1-0 against Roma in unlucky circumstances. They deserve to win at San Siro despite the polemics. At home, they only collected one point less than Napoli. So... I place them really, really strong favorites to win this one. Win at half time for Juve. That's my pick. Plus 100. So to win in 45 minutes. Yes, of course, they are without some important players. Paredes, Rabiot, by far the best midfield. Chiesa, Pogba still out. 
Milik back on the bench. Kostic is should be playing. He's he had a knock, but should be playing. And Mlaovic scored three with Serbian qualifiers. So against Verona, I place them. I place them favorite really, and they should be because they've been really consistent against bottom bottom teams against struggles. They often beat them to nil. They should get the job done. Maybe it's not a large victory for Juve, but a win a half time place plus plus hundred, and I quite fancy it. Uh, Juve second in the first half home table, incidentally, with eight wins from 14. Verona, only one win from 13 first half away table. Brief word on Verona. Are they going to go down there? Minus 200 to be relegated. Sampa minus 2,000. Cremonese, they're not even priced up. So according to the Bet Rivers odds compilers, it looks like they'll be playing in the second tier uh, next season. They haven't been great and they're going to really struggle to stay in the top division, Daniele, I think, aren't they? They had a new manager bounce, you know, across November, December. They collected a few good results. Now they're winless in five, last win, 13 of February. But they've been also unlucky because they've been affected by injuries. Ngonje, who they got from the Belgian league in December, scored a couple of goals, got injured. There are rumors he might be back for this one. But most importantly, they, they lost Juric, the tall centre forward, the great target man that really helped them against fellow uh, strugglers. Um, look, Verona got five more points on Spezia, eight more, uh, sorry, five points less than Spezia, eight points less than Salernitana. They are not helped by the fixture, this one, because they play on Saturday and on Sunday there is a Spezia Salernitana if they lose. And, you know, Spezia Salernitana, probably they might not go out to try to beat each other, to be fair. And, you know, I think uh, things might not look up very well for Verona. They don't score many goals. Uh, only uh, 10, uh, 37% of games of Verona have been over 2.5 goals. Incidentally, that's the same statistic for Juventus. Can they go to Turin and outscore Juve? I don't think so. Um, yeah, things don't look don't look great for a side that has lost so much quality players over the summer. Caprari, uh, Barak, Giovanni Simeone, you know, and then they try to correct in the January market, but it might be too little too late. Uh, minus 157, under two and a half goal. It's short, but as Daniele was suggesting there, the metrics uh, would point you in that direction if you want an over or under bet in the game. One final word to Savlavic. Scored three on international duty. He's got 17 for club and country in all competitions this season. But I still get the sense that he's not really been the success that Juve wanted him to be. He's plus 300 to get the first goal, plus 125 to score at any time. But he might have got a bit of confidence off the back of scoring for the national team, Daniele. He looked better in the last few weeks and he looked desperate for a goal with Juventus. He hit the post a couple of times in the Europa League. So he's getting into the good position. Initially, critics said, well, Juve is not playing to his strengths because perhaps they don't put enough crosses into the boxes. But now with Kostic coming into the four, that's no longer the case. I think Vlaovic also has to improve in certain aspects of this game. I think the way he link up and holds the ball is not great. Sometimes wants the ball into the feet, needs to make a little bit more uh, diagonal runs. But look, I think the talent is there. When he was at Fiorentina, he scored a lot of goals. His goal tally with Juve is not exceptional, but Juventus haven't been a scoring machine under Allegri. So give him a little bit of time. I don't think the talent has been completely lost. And yeah, and the qualifiers, uh, he delivered. He was there. 
I think he plays better with Milik next to him as he does in, with Serbia, with Mitrovic next to him that takes a little bit more of responsibility. Last season when Morata was there, he really had very good games. I'm not sure the partnership with Di Maria is as good, but, you know, Polish Milik is back on the bench, so hopefully he'll uh, he'll get his best companion back soon. We'll see. That's an interesting game we've got on Saturday. Uh, finally, um, not finally, we've got two more no, uh, matches two more. to preview. Uh, we've got Spezia selling the Italian next. Um, when I initially got your selections for this one and I thought, is this a basement battle, relegation battle? Well, not really, is it? Because yes, they're 17th versus 16th, Spezia 17th and uh, Salernitana 16th, but that they are clear of the relegation zone. And you alluded to the fact that to a certain extent, this might be one of those games, if you're a little bit cynical, that you look on and think a draw might suit the pair of them, Daniele. Because they play after Verona. And, you know, these things... Uh... I mean, there is no uh, somebody that decides things. Okay, it it it, it is a conspiracy. We conspire against Verona. It's just because the calendar worked this way. Juve had to play on Tuesday in Coppa Italia, so Verona had to play before Spezia and Salernitana, who play each other. If Verona loses in Turin, out of a sudden, this game looks like a draw, really, to me. Because why would they go gang ho? Obviously, if Salernitana wins and Verona loses, they go plus 11 on Verona, they are saved. They can really uh, celebrate and they can start planning next season. If Spezia wins, they go plus eight. So, okay, there is a little bit of jeopardy in there. But, you know, I think between the two teams, is Salernitana the one that looks a little bit better. That's why I go for an Asian handicap plus 0.25 for Salernitana, which pays Minus 108 means if you win, they win. If they draw, you you win half your stake because you are back in the Asian Andy plus 025. If Spezia wins, of course, you lose. Spezia uh, only won one of the last four. It was against Inter, incidentally. But that was the only time they score two goals against Inter in the last five games. And they're without the main man up front, Balanzola, who's suspended. And I think, you know, not only for the scoring uh, ability, the score... 12 so far, but also the way he opens up the space. They're going to struggle a little bit. He's a side that change manager. They play a bit more expansive football under Semplici. So does Salernitana under Paolo Sosa. One win and three draws. They look more uh, balanced. Two clean sheet in the last four. And um, they only won two away games so far this season. But I give them the upper hand here. I think they seem to me uh, more complete and more... Um, yeah, I think, I think they got better players overall. And with Paolo Sosa, they found um, a, better, a better way to play. Asian Andiga plus 0.25, minus 108. I mean, all will depend on the result as well of Verona. So, uh, yeah, wait, wait until wait until Saturday evening to, to place your bet. But my, my suggestion is to go for, to back, to back Salernitana just a bit. We like Salernitana on the Asian handicap. Watch out for that Verona result. If they are beaten, uh, the draw in this game is plus 240. Spezia plus 118, incidentally. Salernitana away from home, plus 250. Um, and the latest prices to be relegated, Spezia plus 180. Salernitana a plus 500 to go down. Big game of the weekend on Sunday. Uh, Napoli against Milan. This is an 8.45 kickoff local. It's 2.45 Eastern. Every single game is streamed on the Bet Rivers app. Incidentally, you can watch all of the Italian top flight football while hopefully we point you in the right direction of some winning bets. Now, this is a dress rehearsal of the Champions League quarterfinal. Does that mean anything, Daniele? Will one of the teams want to put a marker down or is it completely irrelevant? I'm presuming that the Italian press are going to talk it up as something significant. 
And I guess it all depends on how you come out of the game as well, because if you win it, you're going to be full of confidence. If you don't, you're going to say, well, it doesn't matter. Champions League is a different competition. But it is interesting that they play each other ahead of that quarterfinal clash. They're going to play three times in the space of 16 days, twice in Napoli, once in Milan. This is the game where Napoli are going to take a needle and take the Scudetto out of the shirts of Milan and sew it in their own shirts <laughs> metaphorically. Because this is going to be Napoli, what, no matter what the result is, basically being handed a Scudetto by the current champions who haven't defended very well Milan, I must say. Napoli have scored 20 more goals than Milan and conceded 20 goals less than Milan. On paper, there is no match. There is, there is absolutely no match. I know Milan have been a bit better recently with the change of formation with the back three, but Napoli have left nothing to the opposition. The last eight wins in all competition have been win to nil. They don't leave absolutely nothing. I mean, against Torino, yes, Torino had a couple of chances, hit the post, but then Napoli scored four, and they can score in so many different ways, from set pieces, uh, from uh, counter-attack. So I really see Milan struggling here. A, a Milan whose away form has been very poor. Goal difference minus three. Lost far, far, four of the last five away. Only one cliché in the last seven. Against Udinese, as soon as Pioli had to make some changes due to the turnover, they didn't look the same. Udinese were uh, the fitter team, able to cut through the middle. So I can't imagine, really, Milan going to the Maradona and uh, and getting a result here. I mean, really, Napoli have been so good, so consistent, no longer the fear of playing at home that they had last season when they squandered so many points. I can only see a Napoli win here. Well, Napoli are minus 132, Milan are plus 390, the draw plus 290. Incidentally, to qualify for the semi-finals of the Champions League on the Bet Rivers website, Napoli minus 250, expected to go through. Milan plus 175, 19 Points clear at the top in Serie A. Uh, so we expect Napoli to be dominant here. Milan have lost four of the last six away from home in all competitions. What is the bet? How do we get some value out of this fixture, Daniele? If you go for Napoli, win is a decent price. But if you want to try to squeeze a little bit more value and have a parachute on the other hand, go for the Asian handicap minus one for Napoli plus 133, which is a very uh, good uh, price for two reasons mainly. As I mentioned, they won the last eight in all competition to nil, so they could win one nil and you get the money back or two nil and you win a good price. But also, I can see a similar pattern here to the game they play against Juventus a couple of weeks ago when Juventus went to Napoli with the best defensive record in Italy, the clean sheet 5-1. If Napoli <laughs> scores, yeah, I mean, if Napoli scores early, if they take the chances early, this could end up four, five nil easily, and it could be the same game as against Juventus. As soon as Na Milan starts to chase the game, they leave spaces, and Napoli, full of confidence, can exploit them. If they don't score early, then Milan might have a chance. It might be a tight game, but still, I think Napoli are going to win it. Hence, the Asian handicap minus one. Now, purely might go back to a 4-3-3 formation, so try to match Napoli man-to-man. -man. And in that case, it's Calabria who will try to mark Varashelia, Krunic in the middle instead of Brian Diaz, and then asking his midfield players and Giroud to do a lot of donkey work to try to stop the pass through the middle 
towards Lobotka that then opens up the play. Basically trying to do what Lazio did for 90 minutes when they beat them 1-0. Now, it's a hell of a task doing it for 90 minutes because not only you have to make sure that Napoli has only, is only given the chances on the wide, wide, on the wide areas, but also, when you are in possession, you need to wear them out. You need to tie them out and they need to keep the possession really well. Now, the good news for uh, Milan is that Leao shows some good signs when he played again with Portugal. Uh, they're going to have a few absentees. Messias on the right-hand side. So I think he's going to go maybe with Salem Akers, who is more uh, prone to defending. The, the the good omen for Milan is the last six encounters have been always very tight. So despite Napoli being the best team... Overall, the six in Canada being tight. And Napoli and Milan actually won here in last March, 1-0. And that was the only time Pioli has beaten Spalletti in 13 encounters across their career. So there is some good omens for Milan, but I think uh, the difference so far this season has been uh, starking, really, in favour for Napoli. I'm going to go for a national handicap, minus one. Napoli plus 133. So they're going to be virtual champions of Italy uh, come Sunday evening. Plus 133, it's a big price as well. 18 home games in all competitions this season for Napoli. 11, they've won by more than one goal. So plus 133 certainly sounds like a value play. I mean, in some ways as well with this game, Daniele, Pioli will not necessarily want to show his hand. If he wants to do something different in those Champions League matches, he might not want to do something that will reveal what he is going to do in the Champions League. So he's he's got to be careful. If he plays all his cards here and his team still get beat, he's going to have nowhere to go when they meet in the Champions League. I mean, he might do that, but he's taking a chance if he tries to do something different, I guess. He has got many more chances over the 180 minutes, of course, purely because more things can happen. Okay, there is no away goal rule, but in, in 180 minutes mistakes could happen uh, there could be controversial decisions in a single game especially played in Napoli um, when Napoli is flying in the league I don't think Pioli really could uh, has got a lot of ammunition to hurt them of course Milan could go there and try to avoid defeat because they are in contention for the fourth place and losing here could be really costly. But there are other 10 games to make up ground for it. And if Milan pick up a little bit of a better form away from home, then they should be fine. But yes, I agree with you. I mean, if Pioli is thinking about any tweak and any changes, he won't just do it near. And I, I think it, it, it will go back to a back four. It makes more sense to try a match uh, Napoli man-to-man and hope that obviously he sent a back pairing of Tomori, and there is the doubt of Kalulu. Kalulu is out, so probably it's going to be uh, Tomori and Malik Chao. Uh, they're going to be able to cope with the pace of Osimen. Going to be interesting. They had a bit of um, an upswing when they reverted to three at the back, but uh, the results haven't been great recently. As you know, it's going to be a fascinating counter, and a lot of people will be looking at the game with the Champions League game in mind that comes up, of course, uh, not next midweek, but the midweek after that. Right, that wraps up. Uh, our coverage. Let's just run through all of the selections from uh, Daniele. We like in the Inter-Fiorentina game, we've gone through Fiorentina and the Asian handicap plus uh, 75. Uh, that's um, minus 105, the odds. Uh, then we like Juventus to win uh, at 45 minutes, plus 100 against Verona. And Salonitana on the Asian handicap plus a quarter on the Asian handicap, minus 108. And Daniele, you can rattle through the Napoli-Milan game. It's a dress rehearsal for the Champions League. What's the best bet for the biggest game of the weekend? Napoli to win. And for me to win, 
with a large margin. So I'm going to go for an Asian handicap minus one, Napoli plus 133. Great stuff. Four picks from Daniele. That wraps up all our coverage of week 28. We're back uh, next week with week 29 selections. Many thanks to uh, Daniele and for everyone listening in. And stay across all of our content via at Because We Win. Bye for now. Ciao. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.